0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. And it's another fucking week, ladies and gentlemen. This is um, this was an interesting one. Another fucking week. Just gets weirder and weirder.
1: Yeah. I, um, before we get into this, I want to fucking celebrate the fact that I had to take my stepdaughter this morning to try out for, like, band because she's entering the junior high and next year So some of you might have the middle schools fuck you we have the junior highs and she's so she had to go and they pick out a handful of instruments and they go test them out with like the te- the fucking director whoever the hell's the teacher in the band for that particular section or whatever and they kind of will listen to them have them do some stuff and then they rate them and then they kind of tell them at the end like okay Like, this one and this one look promising for you. Now, you tell them what the fuck you want to do. (laughs) And I scoreboarded, dude, because she wanted to do fucking trumpet. And trumpet is, like, guaranteed fucking marching band shit. Like, she could get talked into it later, even though she's not super excited about marching band. So she actually had picked like the oboe and the bassoon, which are two instruments not in the fucking marching band, which I was very on board with because that's like concerts only. And she ended up going with the bassoon. I bring this up because this is the one light of my fucking week (laughs) because now I don't have to fucking go sit through like high school fucking shitty football games to watch her march do marching band at (laughs) halftime. I just have to go to like two or three concerts a year. I could sit in an auditorium and fucking um, play on my phone and pretend like I'm paying attention.
0: God damn it. <laughs> nah, you do that at a football game.
1: No, nah, I know. I'm just kidding. But I don't have to go to fucking like 10 or 12 football games every year now. Oh, I'm so happy. So, cl- so glad for her. <laughs> so proud Nobody of her. Nobody ever said
0: you had to go to every football game.
1: Yeah, Dude, it's the parent thing. And first of all, okay, if her mom's working then i have to fucking go because i'll be the only one if her mom's not working then i have to fucking go because she's gonna make me so i'm like ugh. i mean i wanted my son to do band but i was kind of that was the one thing i was dreading i'm like it's not to not to sound like the shitty parent but i just fucking don't want to go sit like i don't mind going and watching them like i said the concert thing's great If she does that, she'll be doing, like, they'll do their concert things a few times a year or something. And I know they still do competition shit, but it's, like, just them. You're just going to see them, and it's just a few times a year, and it's fucking auditorium and whatever. That's awesome. I don't want to go set out with a bunch of fucking douchebag high school kids and watch a fucking high school football game. And I know this is Texas and I'm supposed to be all fucking into it and excited, but I stopped giving a shit about high school football when I got in high school. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like when I was in junior high, I thought it was awesome. I go to all the fucking local high school games here and stuff because yeah. we had an awesome team back in the day. Um, like the quarterback was Tommy Maddox, who, for anybody who's in the sports, he actually played for, he was drafted like in the first round by the Giants, played for the Steelers. Um, we had. Uh, Carrie Blanchard kicked for the Colts for a long time. He was on that team. I mean, we had a good team. Like, we're a state-caliber team. Now, I don't give a fuck, all right? <laughs> so, I don't want to go, and I was just like, yes, yes, because she almost not, went trumpet,
0: and that left You're it. not going to be like the old guy in Days to Confused he's talking to the quarterback. Is that arm ready to throw a couple thousand <laughs> yards this season? <laughs> no. <laughs> We got thirty seniors coming back. Twelve lettermen looking
1: tough. We're not gonna be like that. <laughs> We're not gonna have any Friday night lights action They're going on here.
0: Eye humping all the student athletes.
1: Uh no. I mean maybe checking out the cheerleaders, <laughs> trying to figure out which ones are eighteen. Hmm, she looks Whoa. like she could be eighteen. What? Oh wait, I'm not supposed to say that out loud. We're recording. Hey, yeah. So, anyway, but the kid on the way, since he's going to be half fucking Asian, too, and stuff, but this one, I figure, like, it's the last kid, and the other ones will be out of the house by the time this one's just really getting into elementary. Like, this one will be the spoiled one, because by then we'll have more money, because she'll be making more cash, and we'll have shit paid off, and we won't have the other three assholes here ruining our lives. So we'll have the extra cash so this is the one that we'll put in like fucking violin lessons cuz aren't Asians supposed to play the violin? I thought God that damn was it. I thought that was a rule of thumb. God damn it. Is that wrong cello? <sighs> <sighs> Okay. I'm not even responding to that. Anyway, so that's probably what we're going to do. And she already is trying to throw out sports. She wants to put him in like hockey and soccer. I was like, okay, soccer's for the Hispanics, and hockey's for white fucking Europeans or Canadians. So I'm like, he's out on both of those. I said, maybe base, maybe <laughs> baseball. And she's like, why no.
0: All, why does it all boil down to race <laughs> with you and sports?
1: Because it's funny when I'm talking when me and my wife are doing this. And she- then I was like, "How Probably about drives
0: her fucking insane?" Like it does me.
1: No, because she fucking plays the game too. Like then I was like, "Well, what about baseball?" And she goes, "No, we're not Japanese, dumbass."
0: <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> like good point. Or Cuban.
1: Yeah, well, you know, on the Asian side, it's always the Japanese. Sometimes the Koreans, gotcha. but mostly the Japanese. <laughs> so I was like, "Good point." I was like, damn, this kid's fucked," and he ain't gonna have the height. Because I said you fucking your Asian side's gonna ruin that for him, so no basketball, unless he's like a Mugsy Bogues type or something, be like five five and dunking on fucking people. <laughs> so there's that. Jesus. Anyway, so yay Jesus. for Jesus. Hey man, if there's look people who are parents out there, they're fucking hearing me right now, and they're like, uh huh, we feel you, man. We feel you. <laughs> they know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> love the kids want to be supportive but don't really want to have to deal with all their nonsense you know what i'm saying (laughs) i mean that's them so oh and i just i hate i try and avoid trump so bad because we got a few things to go over i want to ask you your opinion on this thing because i'm sure you saw it dude because it was the talk of the fucking town for at least one day this week before 15 other things happen um the Pepsi commercial with the uh, the Jenner girl, what's her name?
0: Oh yeah, uh, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, I know, uh, Kylie?
1: Yeah, that sounds is that right. It? Kylie? Yeah, sure. Another K?
0: Or is it Kendall?
1: Kendall? Jenner? Yeah, that's it. Kendall Jenner.
0: I I don't fucking know all those damn Armenian bitches.
1: Yeah. Whoa, why we got to go there, dude?
0: <laughs> they're Armenian, and Jesus. they're bitches.
1: God damn it! Well, she's actually they're half Armenian because. Uh, oh, Caitlyn Jenner's their father.
0: <laughs> True. Uh, um, their dad's No, I don't, I don't. know if they're bitches or not. I don't. Oh, I think all they're I awful. They're, all I know is that they sit there and promote like individuality while trying to be as as pretty as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like they are the fakest family I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's so much plastic surgery in there, which I mean hey, if that's the way you want to spend your money, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it could be spent on something better. Yeah. But I, I i don't know. I guess it's their careers, so it's like investing, I guess, maybe.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's the Hollywood theme, you know. Yeah. You have to keep up the appearances for the positions. The, so. only,
0: the only thing I do know is that now I see, like, everybody trying to be like them. <sighs> and I'm like, I don't really think they're that hot, so I don't want everybody to want to be like them.
1: Um... <laughs> I think Kim Kardashian used to be pretty hot. Now, I hate her so much, and she's, I don't know. I I can't fucking stand her now. Um, That Kendall girl's pretty, but she's real thin. She doesn't have any fucking boobies, which is fine, ladies, if you don't.
0: I'm fine with that as well. You should see the pictures before she got plastic surgery.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't keep up with them. So I will
0: say the plastic surgery helped her. <laughs> did it helped. Yeah.
1: I think they've all, like you said, I think they all have, because I know Kim did, because her face, I think she was better looking before, because she had, I don't know, who gives a shit? Fuck those whores. Yeah. I just, anyway,
0: back to the, the Pepsi, Pepsi commercial, commercial.
1: That's the important part of this. <laughs> what What did you think about it? Your opinion.
0: Um, I mean, I thought it was misguided, but... I I really don't give a shit. It's a fucking commercial. I
1: okay. This is exactly where me I stand, and I the, don't don't care. And the wife too, because um, I know I'm white, but I am on Twitter, and because I'm on Twitter, I do see Black Twitter quite a bit show up in my feeds. Um, it's just a thing. Black Twitter was very upset about the Pepsi commercial, and they started a lot of Why? this fucking fireback. I think it. This is what was surprising to me. And I saw a couple people post things on Facebook and stuff. They were so offended by this, saying what a tone deaf commercial was. It was an awful commercial. It was ridiculous, stupid, made no sense. I didn't really get it. Like they were saying it was almost capitalizing on these protests and stuff. But I think a lot of people on the community co
0: opting the, the protests and shit.
1: But there's been so many, and a lot of the people in the community were offended, like it was kind of making light of Black Lives Matter, and I'm sorry, man, but there's been a lot of women's marches, a lot of anti-Trump marches,
0: there's been... Yeah, and there wasn't anything that even remotely pointed towards Black Lives Matter. No. Like, the crowd was extremely diverse.
1: Exactly, and this is...
0: And the signs never really hinted to any particular protest or movement. That's what I'm saying. I
1: mean, I get... The only thing I understand is like, if if it would have been like the cops in the video were being overly shitty, and then she goes up, and she hands them the Pepsi. Yeah,
0: like, but they're just standing there. But it's like with mean faces.
1: Yeah, and it's like, oh, fucking Pepsi, whatever. And everybody's excited because the cops get a Pepsi, and then they're not beating us with clubs and shit. I like, I don't, I think it was I re-
0: I did find it funny some of the Twitter things that like it showed you know Martin Luther King being arrested. And they got his hands behind his back, but one of his hands is kind of up, like, hold on. Yeah. And it's and it was like, hold on, guys. This guy's bringing a Pepsi, and then you'll realize this is an all a big misunderstanding. Now. <laughs> like, that shit had me laughing my ass off.
1: <laughs> there were some funny memes. I'm not going to lie. There were some good ones. A lot of Martin but, Luther King and Selma ones. And like, like yeah. oh, if we only we had known about Pepsi, Selma would have turned out so much differently.
0: That, that shit had me rolling. But I, I mean... The joke's fine, but the actual anger, I don't really understand. I did not get it. And to me, it's its exactly what is, and i you've mentioned it several times, is exactly the problem with liberals.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I was going and with. And why
0: <laughs> we don't get taken seriously, and why it's very easy for people to dismiss it, because, goddamn, there are some whiny-ass bitches oh my God. in this group- that the tiniest little... It's a fucking commercial. Who gives a shit? And
1: it's for Pepsi. Nobody fucking even drinks that unless you go to a restaurant and that's all they have. You don't have a choice. I mean, so who yeah, gives a shit? Yeah, I go to shit? Taco
0: Bell. Yeah. Who gives Can a shit? Can I sh- get a Coke? All we have is Pepsi. Ooh, I guess I'll have a Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, Scott, our buddy Scott. Mm-hmm. Holla. Um... He did put something on his Facebook. I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but it was something like a lotion or something, and it was like "white is clean" was like their <laughs> title. <laughs> now that one, okay, I could see where you get pissed off because it was it was, it was pretty damn bad. Like yeah. I took one look at it and I go, "Oh shit!" Like how the hell can you be? in the room talking about this ad campaign and not be the guy to raise your hand and be like, "Um, maybe we shouldn't say white is great. <laughs> well, Specifically talking about skin, because that's our product. <laughs>
1: I, look, man, I'm not saying that there's not things out there where people should be like, what the fuck? But I mean, so, most of the time, I think it's just, I don't think it's like being tone deaf. I think just some people don't think like that. Like, not everybody's always thinking of what are the racial implications of this or how is this going to offend people. Some people just don't give a shit. They're just like, hey, this is our fucking product, blah, 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 and this is what it is, and oh my God, fucking you gave a Pepsi to a cop and during a rally, it's, dude, nobody fucking cares. Calm down, liberals. And the reason, like I said, I saw the biggest backlash on the, on the fucking Twitters and coming from a lot of, like the like I said, the people in the community and shit, pissed. And I'm like, look, guys, if you guys want to get mad about something, we've said this before, it's just like the elections. And I went there to go to another place. This is a big roundabout, but I am actually going somewhere with this. So everybody remembers Ferguson, right? We remember that, that whole yeah. scene. <laughs> um, so, of course, with Ferguson, of course, Michael Brown shot to death by the cops, very seedy circumstances, and the cop gets off, because they always do. We know how that mm-hmm. works. So, of course, we had the riots, big uprising. Everybody's pissed. Um, so, for people out there, Ferguson, Missouri, is about 70% black. And they're trying to make changes within. Like they've, they've got rid of a lot of people in the police up there. The, a lot of people in city council have been moved out. But the person who's kind of oversees everything, like most cities, is the mayor. They just had an election this week and it was the mayor who is a white guy who's been mayor for like a fucking decade up there during all of the Ferguson shit during all the police issues, which of course the Obama administration, the DOJ went over the, the Ferguson record and stuff and said, basically there's systematic pro- systemic problems there with yeah. race and stuff that they could easily see. So, you know, there's shenanigans and it probably needed to be turned over, but the top, the head of the snake is the mayor. And there is a black lady who is a city council member already who ran against him. If they want to start making some changes, I'm not saying you have to have a black person in charge of a black city for it to be to get it right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying this guy was in charge. He oversaw all this nonsense. Not saying he's completely to blame. But if you want to start to put in a new culture, instead of rioting, they had no problem rioting and burning shit down and which I get pissed about, and I've said about this before, I think that's complete bullshit, the way they go about things. Um, why didn't they get off their ass and vote? Because guess what? Whitey fucking McWiderson got reelected again. It's like, 70% of that city is black, and yet they did not get out to support a fucking candidate of someone who could actually put a black voice in a leadership position and work within the department and try to make some of those changes, you know, or focus on it. So, Instead of getting pissed about Pepsi, doing a a fucking ridiculous commercial with a Kardashian whore, um, get off your asses and get out and vote. And this is for white people, too. I'm saying this for us when I'm sitting back and I'm watching Donald Trump get elected the president of the United States and dismantle every environmental protection there is. Environment, you know, working to rig the court system. So now we're going to have probably a more right-wing fucking justice than the asshole Scalia he's you know he's replacing on the bench. And we have these things, and we're watching it—the systematic dismantling of our fucking governmental society—because people didn't get out and fucking vote, you know. And I just can't stress it enough. It's like, what the fuck are we doing, people? Let's get off of fucking Twitter bitching about fucking Pepsi and let's go fucking vote. Let's make some changes. How about that? Can we do that? All right, good. (laughs) Let's do that next time.
0: (laughs) No, I, I agree. Uh, but I think the party needs to do a better job of mobilizing that. Mm. Like, why aren't they active in Ferguson pushing for the election there?
1: Well, I, but I, I think it does come down to you know, there's, there is a responsibility for the individual. You
0: know, no, I that, I get that, but you know,
1: they got to get off their ass and do something. Sometimes, you know,
0: I mean, they, I mean, it's a lot easier to open up your phone and get on Twitter than it is to vote. Well, you know, so it, it's just like you know people that think that they're charitable when every year they just put something in the donation bin at Christmas. Like that doesn't make you charitable. That's what I do. You're just. Doing what everybody else fucking does. Or I go make bologna sandwiches once a year. (laughs) Charity is actually being charitable and doing something on a regular basis. But it's a lot easier to just put something in the donation bin at Christmas, pat yourself on the fucking back like you did something special, Mm -hmm. and feel better about yourself. It's the same thing. Instead of going out and voting and actually trying to be responsible for putting somebody into a position of power, it's a lot easier to get on Twitter and rant about some stupid bullshit to get off your frustrations. But that does work both ways and can be misguided from both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, we had a... uh, Another review on iTunes. Oh, no, no, uh, I didn't see it. Yeah, we got a whopping one star from this guy.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's what the I've been-
0: title. The title of his uh, thing is "Libtards." <laughs> yes, and this is what's funny is because it's clear that this guy did not listen, has never listened to the show. Oh, I don't that care. That he just I'm so sees happy. our description and says "fuck these guys." I love it. Uh, it says the left side wants everybody to be progressive and all come together and be accepting of everyone. Nope. So what they do is bash everyone on the right. <laughs> oh, wait, there's someone who said uh, who said one minor comment about someone's hair, and they take it as an attack against women. Get over yourselves. Huh? Uh, exactly. That was my point. I'm like, a comment on somebody's hair? I'm what? like, what the fuck is he talking about? When did we ever talk about that? As I say, it must have been a deep cut he was listening to <laughs> I don't remember. So, so I had to do a little research and I just put like hair comment and looked at the news. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like a week ago or something, uh, the pussy grabber 2.0 Bill O'Reilly uh-huh. <laughs> uh made some comment about a uh, congresswoman from California's hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maxine like Waters. Rick James or something. Yeah, yeah. I just ignored it. I was like, it's Bill O'Reilly. He's and a douche. Yeah, people, you know, said it was racist and whatever and all this stuff, and I'm like, eh, wait a minute, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> it was there's too much other stuff. That
1: was a non-story to me.
0: So it's it's clear that this guy doesn't even listen to it. But you know, I, because we're liberals, all of a sudden we're libtards. And- I'm
1: so excited that we have a one star rating and someone called us libtards because we've got about. 25 or 30 ratings and and all of them are five or four star ratings and i'm not saying that the 2 our own horn it's just because only like the people who actually listen to us are the ones that don't that's why we have so few (laughs) but i mean i love the fact that we finally that's what i've always wanted i want to have a bunch of people shitting on us i want to have like a one star rating on there
0: well again the unfortunate thing is i don't even think he's listened to the show that's what's upsetting to me fuck you dude you listen then you shit on us (laughs) Not only that, but he says, you know, that we're going to bash everybody on the right. Well, yeah, we bash everybody on the right because people like you are fucking stupid making comments about a show that you've never fucking listened to. So, yeah, we're going to make fun of you, you piece of shit.
1: Yeah, well, what can I say? I, I give, at least he took the time to give us a comment. Now, I know we have more listeners than the fucking, like, 20-odd-some that have left comments. So, at least he's fucking more motivated than these motherfuckers, yeah. motherfuckers listening. So, it's right now. thanks, guys. Thanks for being fucking troopers and getting on their Ratings, All we ask for, click a fucking little star. You don't even have to leave a comment. Because the more ratings we get, the higher we show up in the searches and stuff. So, True. You guys could do us a favor and it'd only take you a few fucking seconds. But that's cool, though. Fucking one-star libtard guy fucking took the time to do it. <laughs> he doesn't even listen. We know that. <laughs> Thanks, people. Thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, you know it's bad when you have to, like, do a Google search for a comment on a, on a review on your own show. It's like, what? Yeah. What the fuck is he talking about somebody's hair?
1: Yeah, well, I think Maxine Waters is going to get the last laugh because it looks like Bill O'Reilly is about to fucking lose his job. So, Yeah. So, I think she'll Pussy win grab that battle. Pussy grabber 2.0. Uh-huh. Well, at, least Trump, at least Trump defended him. He's got Trump support still. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch Bill O'Reilly because I don't like to make myself sick to my stomach, but I read the thing the other day, um, like after his show the other night, all those advertisers pulled and they said, you know, he's got an hour show and during the course of an hour show they only had like seven ads to run. Whoops. It's it like, the
0: same ad over and over and over.
1: I imagine and they said, you know, it doesn't even it's not even that good because those are some that were already pre purchased and the advertisers said that they're not buying any more ad spots after these.
0: <laughs> Good. Fuck them.
1: How's it going, Fox? How's that cash cow working out for you? Now, if we can just get uh, Sean Hannity to, you know, to come out that he's a fucking pedophile or something, because he looks like one, and we get rid of those two fucking morons. Ugh. <clears throat> Fox News, man. Ugh. It's the best. yeah uh, God damn it, dude. Where do we go from here? Oh, one, one more little note. I just want to... Um, just for all the people out there wondering, with the whole... like We were talking about the Ferguson thing with the police departments and stuff. Here's something to look forward to for all the uh, our brown-skinned friends out there. Our Hispano, black, and uh, like my wife, the dark Asians who look Mexican. Um, get ready for no fucking help with the police because... Uh, unlike when obama's in like i said they were doing the look into like ferguson and other police departments and the doj had put some things in place for oversight on uh police departments locally you know that were having a lot of issues and stuff with race relations and you know excessive abuse and stuff um of course sessions about
0: that sessions yeah (laughs) yeah
1: he said no we're not going to do that anymore he goes they're good on their own we we trust them so Don't look for the DOJ to fucking force or help, (laughs) you know, with these cops. Yeah,
0: your your police forces, they police themselves just fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, minorities. Yeah,
1: I can't remember the stats. I know we went on before, but, like, when these cops go out and commit these crimes or murders or whatever, only, like, what is it, like 10%? maybe a little bit more. It's it's less than 20. I don't know. I can't yeah. remember if it's teenage. around 10 teens, you know, around that. Uh, only that many people actually get, you know, prosecuted and convicted and stuff. So if a cop does something wrong, they're not going to serve any time for it. They may lose their jobs, uh, but that'll be the, the worst thing that happens to them. So, so they're doing a great job of policing themselves. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. so. Drink Pepsi, yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfuckers, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, just give them a Pepsi. You'll be good. Yeah. If I was... This is... A, look, this is just for me to you, our black listeners, because we have some... This is a word of advice. Always carry a six-pack of Pepsi in your car with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to charge you for that. That's great advice. That's That's a million-dollar advice right there. It may save your life, though. When you, when you reach over to grab a Pepsi to hand to the cop and they shoot you thinking that you're reaching for a weapon. <laughs> but I was just trying to give him a Pepsi. He shot me. Motherfucker.
0: It's like, Yeah, and give them a... What are you going to do? A bo- oh, give him a bottle of uh, Nivea. That's what it was.
1: Oh, Nivea? Well, okay, what was yeah. the... Did you, did you find the ad? What did it say?
0: Yeah, the ad. It's just got this lady with like a robe on and her back is turned towards us and it says, white is Purity. <laughs> keep it clean, keep it bright. White as purity. I think that Don't was Don't let anything ruin it.
1: That was Trump's original campaign slogan before Make America Great Again. It was white as purity.
0: White is purity. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Scott's comment was uh Pepsi, we just made the most tone deaf ad of the year. Nivea, hold my beer.
1: Yep. <laughs> so fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: So yeah, six pack of Pepsi, bottle of Nivea, <laughs> uh, good to go.
1: Well, to be fair, like I said, I don't think they think through those lenses sometimes when they're putting these ads together. They don't. You'd think that someone'd say, "Hey, hold up a second." Mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not on this one. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Oh Jesus Christ! Oh man! Uh, well, we've done a good job. We've almost got halfway through the show without really talking about Trump's week. <laughs> yes, success. Um. Man, I don't know where to start. you want to what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the serious shit or hit on Gorsuch a little or we got a couple um, ways to go. Or do you have something it, completely different?
0: Uh, no, I don't have anything different. Um, God damn it. Uh it doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess we can start on uh Gorsuch, I guess.
1: Uh Gorsuch. So, what do you think about this whole fucking situation with him and the Senate and?
0: Um, I mean, obviously he shouldn't be in there. We should have um, what's his face that Obama put up, <laughs> Merrick Garland. Yeah, Merrick Garland. Um, Hi, I'm Merrick Garland. I've got a Pepsi. You know, it's it's funny to watch these Republicans talk about you know obstructionists and stuff when they had record-setting obstructions when it came to Obama yeah um you know Obama pretty much outweighs every other president in history as <laughs> combined oh,
1: is, yeah yeah I was gonna say it's not there's no, combined not even, not even close on filibusters
0: yeah like. on filibusters and such so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of ridiculous that you know Republicans act like whiny little screamy babies um yet we're supposed to be the delicate snowflakes um and then they pull the nuclear option, which is fucking stupid. Because that's going to burn them, too.
1: Um, you would, I, man, I I would hope eventually. But the bad thing is, if, if Trump survives this next four years, you've got a couple other justices that are in their 80s. And, you know, I know Ginsburg's had health issues. So, man, he might get another one. And the bad thing is, if he gets one, it's either going to be replacing her or probably Kennedy. And Kennedy's considered the moderate on the court, which is, is a fucking joke. He is as conservative as there is. It's just adding Scalia and Alito and Thomas on made him look moderate because they're so fucking far right. You know, um, but, you know, Ginsburg's by far the most liberal. So if she leaves now, they could put in this 50-vote threshold, they could put in the most right... They could put someone in more right than Scalia and Gorsuch. I mean, they could just say, fuck it. Who's the most radical motherfucker out there? That's the one we're throwing up because there's nothing you can do about it, Democrats. You know? Unless they take the yeah. Senate back in 18. So everybody better fucking... You better get your ass out and vote in fucking 2018. If the fucking Democrats don't get that Senate, we may be really fucked... Well, I'm not. I'm a white guy. So... I'm gonna be fine, but if all you women out there and the minorities, if you like your civil rights and you like the, the sh- you know, be able to choose how you control your body and stuff, you, you might want to get your fucking ass out and vote <laughs> because it's it ain't looking good right now with fucking Neil Neil fucking Gorsuch, fucking dick.
0: Yeah, it's it's fucking stupid. I mean, they're they're morons for changing the rules of the Senate. Um. They, they should have done what politicians are supposed to do. Bring somebody else to the table that's a little bit more moderate. Mm, you know, it's not the way talk they're through pumpkin. it. But instead, they're being the same little bitches that they've been for the past fucking 12 years. <clears throat> and just, you know, stomping their feet and saying, we'll get our way no matter what. We don't care if we just chopped off our own left hand. Doesn't fucking matter to us. We're getting our way now. It's like, well, yeah, now you are. But <laughs> what's going to happen down the road? You don't fucking know. You can't predict the future. Yeah. And then Gorsuch is, I mean, he's clearly not the right guy. He's sided with uh, big corporations every time. Mm-hmm. He does not favor the little man whatsoever. He's not looking out for the American people. No. Um, We really don't know where he sits as far as... uh women's reproductive rights oh we do he was he was a big player on the hobby lobby case he was Oh uh, well yeah the hobby lobby thing yes but that that just coincides with the big business backing that i'm talking about
1: well that goes along I, with the birth control issue and stuff but then he also wrote a book and i read a little bit of it when we talked about him like a couple months ago when or god it seems like it was fucking forever ago when trump nominated him um where in that book he basically says i mean he doesn't say it straight out but if you read what he wrote, it's basically saying every life is precious, I don't believe in taking any lives, blah blah blah. blah. He's basically saying he's totally anti-abortion. Yeah. So, we know where we know where it's going with him.
0: Um well, one thing that I do know for sure is that uh, he plagiarized directly from a, another law book.
1: Yeah. Not the fourth member of Trump's picks that have done that now. I got
0: caught. <laughs> yeah. Um You know, so you would think somebody that's upholding the law would kind of follow, you know, some legal guidelines and stuff.
1: Follow the money. Um,
0: Apparently not. And, you know, they've they've come out and tried to, like, defend it and whatever. But then they talked to, like, several university professors on all sides of the spectrum and had them look at it. And they're like, yeah, this is plagiarism. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this would not hold up in any criteria that it's not plagiarism. This is plagiarism one hundred and one right here. <laughs>
1: I um, I think the the like you said doing the nuclear option and stuff. I the Republicans just I one I I've said this before. I give them credit for this much, man. They don't give a shit, and they just don't care how fucking ruthless and evil they are, and it never hurts them. Like that shit they did with Merrick Garland, withholding basically a full year. I mean, Scalia died in February. You know, Obama's president till January. It was literally a full fucking year. And uh, yeah. withhold that, which has never been done before, that's, I mean, that's unprecedented in any fucking manner. It's like, it, you think that maybe that would cost them some votes or people would be pissed about that. But it's like nothing they fucking do. It's like you get a little bit of a, people rise up a little. Bitchy complaining, like I can't believe they're doing this. This is this is ridiculous. We never had anything like this before. And then election time rolls around, and they all fucking get reelected. And it's like, what the, what the fuck, man? What are we doing? It's like, I I don't understand it. And I I got in an argument with somebody about this because of the fact that they're like, oh well, the Democrats did it. Harry Reid did blew up the nuclear option when Obama's in office.
0: It's like that was like a mini nuke.
1: Yeah, it's like let's take a step back and. Let's try and because I think
0: that didn't completely rewrite the rules forever.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, any major legislation, federal court justices, Supreme Court justices, the Senate has a rule in place where there has to be a supermajority 60 votes. All right. Anybody that's been watching news, you've heard all this before. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. So, what they do ahead of time is they'll do what they call a cloture vote. A cloture vote, they have to get a super majority. If it goes through cloture, then they put it up for like a regular vote, and then it just has to get some majority, blah, 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 whatever. So they do their votes. Okay, guys get through, guys don't get through, whatever. When Obama was in, the problem was, like Eric brought up earlier, they filibustered 79 federal court justices that Obama put up to fill vacancies on the court. Seventy nine. That's to put that in perspective. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like over during the course of Obama, they filibustered like eighty two, eighty six. eighty six. It's like in that range in the whole history of the United States (laughs) Congress, every president up until Obama, it literally was like maybe four or five more filibusters combined than they did just for Obama. That's the Republicans keeping 79 federal court justices they wouldn't even put up for a fucking vote. They're filibustering. So that's why Harry Reid's like, look, we've got a major shortage on the courts. You motherfuckers are just doing this to be dicks like they did for everything under Obama. So he did the nuclear option to make it a simple majority. 51 votes gets him on. But he only did it for the lower courts. He still left it intact for a Supreme Court. So I'm arguing with this asshole, and he's like, well, Harry Reid did it. I'm like, he did it for the lower courts. He goes, yeah, but it's still the courts, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, those appointments are different because everything funnels to the Supreme Court. They're the last say. These are lifetime appointments. There should be a 60-vote threshold for that. That's why he didn't blow it up entirely.
0: Had he, Mayor Garland would be Supreme Court justice right now. (laughs) Because, again, the whole point is that it's supposed to be a bipartisan thing when it comes to the Supreme Court.
1: Yes, because it's such a significant fucking...
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying Republicans should have done what's supposed to be done and come with somebody else that's a little more moderate.
1: I I don't know, man. You I,
0: know, work across the table a little bit. Like, you know, we understand we're not going to completely get our way because it is a Republican-controlled party and whatever. I We get it, but, you know, somebody that's so far to the right, we can't accept.
1: And like I said, now that they've done this... I mean, if something happens to Ginsburg, I think she's like fucking 84 or something. I mean, she's, let's be honest, she ain't fucking gonna live forever, you know? And if she doesn't make it for the next three and a half years or so, guess what? If she dies one month before that motherfucker's term ends they'll get someone in there
0: and they're going to be one will. of those they, yeah <laughs> you
1: know oh he's in the last year we can't nominate anyone
0: uh yeah no, you're not supposed to do that with the president last year they never do that oh my like, god what the fuck are you talking about if it happens in the last week they'll have someone in there yeah.
1: um but it's just one of those things it's like they've set this up now where like i said if something happens to her or kennedy You're going to get someone even more radical and more fucking right wing than Gorsuch even. They're going to, because there's nothing the Democrats can do. They can't keep them from going through committee. And now with a simple majority, they can't fucking keep them from getting voted in. The only only savior is if the Democrats take the Senate. And even then, I just want to point this out, and I've said this many times. Motherfucking Joe Manchin and Heidi Heitkamp, not fucking real Democrats. They don't need to be with the fucking—if I, was the Democrats, I kick them out of the fucking caucus. Might as well be Republicans because they voted for fucking Gorsuch to be approved anyway. And it's like every fucking time—it's like when Trump signed his little executive orders taking all those environmental laws away to let coal companies dump in the rivers. There's fucking Joe Manchin standing with him, Mr. fucking coal mining West Virginia asshole Joe Manchin. I'm so sick of these fucking—look, I, I, I understand— you got to think for yourself. You got to have your mind. If you're doing something that's going to wreck our fucking country, you might want to fucking band with the rest of your mates and fucking rise up a little bit. I'm so sick of those two. I swear to fucking God, man. The, I I hope to God. I, I hope they just lose. I don't give a shit if Republicans take their spots. I'm fucking done with them. They got to go. We can't have them in there anymore. <laughs> might as well have Republicans. I it just I don't see the fucking point. Be principled. You know? If you're fucking a progressive, if you're going to be a Democrat, be fucking progressive. Progressives don't believe in polluting the shit out of rivers with coal fucking dust. You know? Progressives don't want a fucking justice who's going to try and overturn Roe versus Wade and fucking side with corporations 99 fucking percent of the time. That is not progressive. Sorry. That's my rant. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Just get so fucking pissed about those two. Anybody that follows us on Twitter knows I send shitty tweets about them all the time so just how it goes
0: yeah Oh, fucked yeah pretty much Um, let's see and then of course the other big news was the Syria
1: oh
0: yes and the, the have they actually said it's sarin gas have they actually determined that yet that was the reports I mean they basically
1: said that they'd
0: Because I know initially they were saying chlorine, but it was too widespread and massive to be chlorine.
1: No, there's... Okay, the thing with the chlorine is um, they always talk about chemical attacks. And this one was... They're saying it was definitely sarin, but he... They have these chemical attacks all the time, but they use chlorine usually, which I guess chlorine isn't on the fucking banned substances for dropping on people (laughs) list you know like this is the we're not going to bomb you if you drop chlorine on people it's not harsh enough so they they've done that the chlorine thing in the past Assad does that all the time I guess
0: yeah but I mean again I think the initial report was chlorine gas because I think that you know like you said that's what they predominantly used Mm -hmm. but because of how widespread it was and how much damage it did that got scratched out, and so they were. It was still kind of up in the air. I just hadn't heard whether or not it was definitively sarin gas or not.
1: From all the reports that I've heard, that they, they pretty much have come to the determination. That it was definitely sarin. Yeah. By the reaction with the people and everything involved with yeah. it. So. Um,
0: and I mean, we'll get into the details, and then I'm going to get into conspiracy theory. Oh. Um, conspiracy. Theory. But with it being sarin gas, that pretty much points into the fact that more than likely they had help from the Russians.
1: I, You know, I've heard this, and it makes sense to some point. I, I'll say this, uh, this. I saw people, a couple of people posting things like, oh, Obama and the Democrats were saying back in 2014, at the beginning of 2014, that... Because the original gas attacks that, you know, Obama said, red line, we're going to attack, happened at the end of 2013. And, of course, we didn't bomb them, or do anything, um, because when we have these airstrikes, like we did the other night under Trump, anytime there's military action, they're really supposed to go to Congress and get authorization.
0: So Which they didn't.
1: Which Trump didn't. Now, on the other hand... There's plenty of things where you'll hear you can go pull the clips up. It's not hard to find of Obama saying, "I want to do have military action in Syria." You know, we need to make strikes. We need to go after Assad. At that point, all the Republicans said, "Nah, not so much. We're not going to let you look, look, black guy. We're not going to let you lob bombs. We don't allow that in this country." So he put it before Congress. Congress wouldn't vote on it. A Republican Congress. You know, the, the fucking filibustering Congress. Yeah,
0: the, um, the, the hard line, we want a strong military yeah. Republican Congress.
1: So they made a deal with Russia and a couple other countries, and Russia took the lead on it, saying, we'll go in, because we have a relationship with Syria, and we'll clear out their chemical weapons. Yep. So that's why people thought that they were disposed of, because Russia was the point country on this mission, and they... Put this agreement together and they signed off on it and said that they had cleared them out. Well, guess what? Guess not. Not so much, pal. And like you're saying, the Russians are basically in lockstep with the Syrian Air Force over there. Mm-hmm. Russians have air bases over there. Their soldiers work with the Syrian soldiers.
0: Yep. So and he, that's precisely why, before the air raid happened, we warned Russia.
1: Well, yeah, Trump's people because, you know, like, yeah. Putin, no.
0: Well, that. That that is exactly what happened. Like that's mm-hmm. actually reported. They yeah. they did warn Russia.
1: And if they won Russia, then guess what Russia did?
0: They warn told S- the <laughs> yeah. Syrian government, of course. Yeah.
1: So what are they gonna do? Well, we'll just move all of our shit. <laughs> so that's why we did nothing. Didn't they take out the landing strips? It's like
0: Yeah, the airbase was operational within hours.
1: Oh, my God, they, they had a bombing today in the same city they dropped the gas in the other day. Yep. From that fucking yeah. airbase.
0: Our airstrike did literally nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, it did a lot, uh, Eric. It wasted $94 million in Tomahawk missiles. That's what it fucking did. It cost the country almost $100 million for a fucking fireworks show. That's what it did. But, hey, who's counting, man? It's just <laughs> It's just money.
0: Well, here's here's where I get into conspiracy theories. Because I because of this administration, the ties to Russia that, you know, the the cloud that's above pretty much everybody within the Trump administration um it begs to question why this happened. Because if you look at it before, you know, uh, when Obama talked about the red line and whatever, you can see on Twitter, Trump said, do not go after them.
1: Multiple times.
0: He he begged Obama, don't go after Syria. Um, and then this gas happened. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Trump says, it's made me change my view of Assad. It's like, wh- what? How did this the mass genocide that's been going on in Syria. How has this all of a sudden changed your view of Assad? Mm -hmm. Could it possibly be that because of all of the looming questions that have been going on with the ties between this administration and Russia, that Vladimir Putin hatched a plan said, Hey, we'll give you a little sarin gas. You do your little bomb Trump's going to pretend like he's sympathetic to the people. Come after you guys. We'll let you know where it's going to be. You know, no casualties. Nothing will really get damaged. You know, because your country's already fucked anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't so what's, know. So <laughs> what's, what's, what's a couple of Tomahawk missiles? Um, And then this whole, you know, Trump-Putin love affair thing kind of goes into the background because there's no way that anybody would think that Trump would be pro-Putin if he's attacking one of Putin's biggest allies, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean, to be honest, like, initially, I almost fell for it. It made me think. I was like, holy shit, why is he going after Syria? Like, those are Putin's homeboys. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, this is nutty. But then, what made me really think was, you know, the hours and then days after the fact, when you look at the fact that Trump has not said anything about it, really, besides for that one little uh, right-after-it-happened press release. Anytime anybody confronts him and talks to him about an end game in Syria, he never answers the question, doesn't even acknowledge it. He hasn't really said shit about what's he going to do. So, as far as we're concerned, this was some one-off thing. While people are sitting there talking about how, oh, well... You know he's sending a clear message that it's not going to be tolerated, whatever and what have you. It's like no, I think it's more just like a Twitter rant. Yep. He's just trying to distract us from what's actually really going on.
1: Yeah, the ultimate Twitter rant with missiles.
0: <laughs> yeah, well he has the authority now. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think is even funny is that he, like you said, he's supposed to get congressional approval for actions like this, and he didn't. And the only people in Congress that are saying anything are the Dems. The Republicans aren't saying shit about it, but oh, they, they should love be it. saying, they love what it. the fuck, you should be talking to us about this.
1: Other than Rand Paul, I think he's about the only Republican that I've really seen get, like, really be vocal about how pissed he was about it, him not coming and getting authority and everything. Every other Republican, you yeah. know, the typical Warhawks, John McCain, well, even Lindsey still- Graham.
0: If they want to be like that, then why don't they point out the fact that it was not a success at all? It literally did nothing but waste money.
1: You know the Republicans aren't going to say that. Uh, The Democrats are. They're all over his ass about it. Um, But like you said, they don't have any authority to do anything. I, I actually heard a little bit of this. I think last night or something, I I heard it or I was reading where someone threw out that theory, something similar theory to that. And I was like, you know what the sad thing is? It's like there's always conspiracy theories. Every time a fucking terrorist attack or anything happens, you're going to have like your Alex Joneses with the first thing they're going to say is false flag. It's a false flag. You know, it's our government trying to get us into something. And you always like, okay, dick. I mean, because, you know, they're full of shit 99% of the time. Now, granted, there are false flags. Our government does shit, you know, Gulf of Tonkin, you know, fucking the in Germany, the Reichstag fire. I mean, there's... Yeah,
0: there, there, there have been proven false flags. There's,
1: yeah. This shit definitely happens. There's no doubt. All these fucking countries' governments are seedy and do seedy shit. We've overthrown government... Iran. We overthrew a democratically elected leader in Iran and stuff, and that's why they're the mess they are today. Our country does shitty shit and we know it, you know, that's why there's always anytime you hear conspiracy theories, you have to take it with a grain of salt because you never know. There could be some truth in it, but normally, in a like you said, in a situation like this, you might think, ah, oh, you know, he's fucking doing this as a wag the dog to take the heat off of him. But because the Russians are there and like you said, they alerted him to the fact beforehand, um, they're in charge of making sure that the syrians don't have chemical weapons their troops are working with the syrian troops like if they had chemical weapons russia should have known about it and they signed that agreement to get rid of them so it's almost like you said there's so much there where it's almost like man normally you might say uh two five percent chance that there's shenanigans dude i think it's a 50 50 toss-up on this that (laughs) I think, I I mean, I really think it's not being, I don't think it's being conspiratorial. I mean, if you just look at the evidence like you laid out, and from what we know, it makes a hell of a lot of sense, man. And if he gets a bump, when these poll numbers come out next time, and he gets a bump of 10 or 15% because he dropped bombs on Syria, and it's just going to prove that that was a successful mission for him, no matter what a failure it was, it took... All well, this talk off of Russia, and you know, and now look at him—he's the sympathetic figure.
0: The the big reasons why I think that this is what I laid out as far as you know—it's wag the dog scenario. Um, two things: he hasn't changed his uh, his opinion as far as keeping Syrian refugees out. Mm-hmm. If he's that sympathetic, he would have let them in yeah, at this at least, point.
1: At least women and children.
0: He would have said, oh shit, these people are, they're getting fucking gassed, whatever we need to take them in and help them out, whatever way we can. But he hasn't. Um, And then if he was that sympathetic and that serious to where, you know, he was launching missiles and he was that serious about it, it would be a full-on assault to try and overthrow that regime. But it's not. It's been a one-off. Yep. Why is it a one-off? That doesn't make sense to me to just be like, hey, stop it. Slap on the hand. We really didn't do anything to you. Slap on the hand. Stop gassing your people. Like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) That's not sending a fucking message. You really think Assad's sitting there shaking in his boots? Fuck no.
1: It's such a complex situation, though, with the Russians and stuff. Because, seriously, you can't just drop bombs on the fucking presidential palace and take out Assad. Because then you're basically... Starting World War Three, you know. Well, with that's
0: what I'm trying to say is that he's he's it's in cahoots with Russia. Yeah. Because of how little damage it was, mm-hmm. because of the fact that everybody was warned beforehand.
1: No, I'm with you. I'm just saying that's
0: like that plays into what you're
1: saying. It's a it's a one-off for yeah. you know because we really can't do anything. It's such a disaster over there. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing we can do. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think, again, there's nothing you can do on it because the only thing is within these investigations with Russia and stuff, if they can ever find any collusion or anything, then that opens this little fucking thing up for investigation as well. But my God, dude, as much scrutiny and the microscope that's on them, I can't imagine that they leave anything out there that could be yeah. examined. You know, they're going to destroy anything at this point within the way
0: well we'll see where things go but I know that uh right before we started the show I saw a little thing that said the Pentagon was investigating Russia's involvement in the chemical attack. Yeah, I did see so, that too. So where that leads who knows, but mm-hmm. you know that that's from the Pentagon, not the CIA or FBI, so they're not looking at, you know, intelligence necessarily, they're looking at militarily how it went about, but I, I can't see why they wouldn't be able to find, you know, Russia's hand in it because, again, Russia was directly involved and supposed to be getting rid of the chemical gas. They work hand in hand. They were at that air base where it came out of, and that's yep. why the Russians were warned to get the fuck out. So how would they not know that that shit's there and being used? <laughs>
1: I'm with you, and I don't think it's crazy to speculate on this either. I mean, I know some, like, like I said, it's hard when you start talking conspiracy stuff or things like this because people just roll their eyes. But I think, you know, I like you said, they're there. They're supposed to have got rid of the chemical weapons. How can they not know that they have sarin gas and these biological agents on that same base when they're there? They see them go out and make these run. I mean, I, I don't see it either. Uh, to me, it, everything kind of fits together pretty well you know where it does it does seem to be that way but we'll see like you said pentagon's pentagon's checking on them and stuff now if they could tie the russians to that sarin gas attack in some way whether it be giving it to them or knowing that they had it and just allowing them to do it or actually participating in those strikes what the fuck could we do about it i mean is that it's it's one of those things as bad as that sounds is it worth starting world war three over because that's literally what would happen you at that point i i mean like you brought up earlier they've been bombing the shit out of their people for seven years but when they use biological agents chemical agents on them that's going too far like just dropping a bomb and killing hundreds of thousands of fucking innocent people that's okay if
0: but then trump was pleading with obama to not go after them and I don't then all of a sudden, it he oh this changes my tune on Assad. What the fuck are you talking about? This guy has always been terrible.
1: Yeah, and that chemical attack uh, back in thirteen, that one killed more people than this one. That one didn't yeah. it? You know, make little fucking grouch Trump fucking's heart grow two sizes to bigger. <laughs> you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't.
0: You're I don't, a mean
1: one, yeah, I just Mister Trump. But this, but this is the one. Which amazing,
0: you know, like you said, you want he, Putin's cock? Oh my god, dude! Deep inside your rectum. Now he just wants while him to, your hair bounces around, you bald fuck.
1: He wants him to hook him up with some more hookers to piss on <laughs> each other in front of him. <laughs> he don't want to ruin that connection he's got.
0: Golden showers for Mister Trump.
1: Well. I would have been okay with the attacks if they knew for a fact if they totally wiped out that fucking air force base and all the planes and just killed everybody on it. Said fuck
0: it. Actually gonna, made a statement.
1: Yeah, if we're just gonna eviscerate it, like I understand with the r- Russians being there, you almost are forced to give them a heads up.
0: Yeah, because if we killed Russians, it would have been oh my a God. lot. It would have been a lot worse.
1: Oh, that for sure. that would have been yeah that would have been the epitome of the word bad <laughs> um, for sure but no man i i think that you know at least like say hey look you got one hour to get your fucking people out of there and it's it's over johnny i mean that's it and then just totally eviscerate that whole airfield everything but they they did nothing like you said they that literally the next day they're fucking running missions out of there again like yeah Hey,
0: America, guess what? Fuck you. Hey. And then Putin puts out like the most like ordinary freaking uh, press release ever. It's like, oh, that I condemn this action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, just like you would imagine a corporation would put out whenever they find out their CEO or whatever diddled a kid or something, you know? Like just the most mundane same like no hardline shit no you know we're we will come after the united states whatever and like nothing Mm -hmm. just uh yeah this is a bad thing and we don't even know if it's legal it's like what okay (laughs) well it makes you question even more you know it's it's such a politically correct kind of way to go about you know and that's not really Putin's style, so to speak, you know? No. Makes you I, think even more that they're in cahoots.
1: I don't know. Maybe there'll be some more stuff come out and we do the show next week or something. There'll be We can actually get into a little bit more because, like you said, the Pentagon's looking at some things. I know Congress, there's a few congressmen, they're like, you oh, know, we need a little bit more answers on some of this situation because it seemed like such a failure, almost like it was a planned failure, you know? is like how could you fucking not hit anything and leave it so operational you know it's like almost like you you want to do that you know you don't have to want to not you know what i mean it's yeah so i guess we'll see but that's uh another fucking fun week into the trump presidency kids. Uh, let's wrap this fucker up. you got anything
0: else? Um No. Oh well yeah, I guess I do have something. So
1: you always forget things. That's why I have to say that because every time we finish the show, Eric's like, Oh man, I wanted to talk about something that happened to you this week or oh fuck, I forgot about this.
0: No, it's not really story. So uh because of the way the show's been going um down, down the tubes. Well, I mean it's always been going down the tubes since episode one. Aww. Um Oh, yeah, just s- slowly down the spiral, um, <clears throat> you know, but as of lately, it's been just heavy Trump and, you know, not not a whole lot of other things and stuff. And, you know, I, I do want to keep it a little bit on the political side. Of course, this is the our political show, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am I don't I, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, As far as like weekly or bi-weekly or monthly, you'll get whatever the fuck you get and you'll like it. That's what I say about mine. But I am starting (laughs) a solo show um, and it's called the Totally Worthless Podcast.
1: Why does it sound very familiar to something else? (laughs)
0: The, the Totally Worthless podcast presented by the Intellectual Saviors Network Okay, featuring Eric from the Intellectual Saviors. I'm going to tell you right that now, the-
1: you get your fucking shit up and running. You send me the icon and I'm I'm redoing all of our Facebook and stuff because I'm going to set it up as the Intellectual oh, Saviors Network. Yep. <laughs> okay. So we'll share the Facebook and the Twitter and stuff. It'll have everything on it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, first episode should be coming up in a couple of days. Um I'm gonna talk more about you know interests that I have, hobbies and such. So it'll be video game focused, jerking off the midget porn. Um, yeah, nugget porn focused, uh, things of that nature. Uh, so the first episode I go over Mass Effect Andromeda, and uh, there's a lot of uh, bullshit that has been going around it. Um, people have been banning it because they claim that it's a social justice warrior. Propaganda machine. Some stupid shit. Just fucking dumbass fucking white racist pieces of shit who don't want anybody different to be on a video game. Um, white is purity. Talk, <laughs> talk about uh, the reveal of Project Scorpio, which is Microsoft's latest console that's coming out this uh, holiday. Little Ooh. things like that. So, so kind of in the direction of Michael's other show. That's why it's so... <laughs> similarly named um i love I the figured, symmetry though i figured michael would appreciate it i do i do appreciate i totally that. ripped off his title pretty much
1: <laughs> you you can't use the edm music though you have to come up with something else
0: you still use the edm music
1: i know you don't listen but fuck yes i do i have I, the same i tried listening name. to
0: the first episode but you started blaring that shit and i turned it off like immediately
1: because my kid listens to that shit, and uh, my nephew used to all the time. That's Dude, he listens so much, but he was always fucking high, so it made sense. But And I'm like, this is the most annoying fucking shit, and it's so millennial. And I was trying to think of music to do for the opening, and I was listening to it, I was like, it's so fucking just in your face. <laughs> and just... I don't know what it is about it, but I'm just like, this is actually perfect. (laughs) This is what I want. (laughs) So I took like a few different clips and I like edited some different shit together and stuff. So if you haven't listened to the show, the Utterly Pointless podcast, don't get it confused with Eric's new show.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Got the Utterly Pointless podcast and then the Totally Worthless Worthless podcast podcast. (laughs) presented by the Intellectual Saviors Network Mm -hmm. featuring Eric from the Intellectual Saviors. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah
0: so that that's the whole title of the show <laughs> so
1: don't worry you guys will be able to find it all on the twitter at the intel savers and the intellectual savers facebook page even though i created <laughs> a twitter for the utterly pointless podcast i literally put about 10 tweets on there i was like eh, fuck it too much work. oh yeah
0: i'm literally i'm there's not going to be a twitter or a yeah. facebook oh there will be she, it's going to be just, shared well in- yeah, I don't have the Intellectual, yeah, Saviors, have Network the Intellectual Saviors Network, but that's about it. <laughs> Other than that, I'll, like, I'm never going to be on there, so you, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Well, there you go.
1: A vi- I I uh, will be putting out a new one sometime this week because I do have some things to go over. I just didn't really feel like fucking doing it. Mine is yeah. a very hit or miss for those who actually listen to it. My I even someday.
0: stole your little, uh, what the hell is it called? It's not really a description. Well, I guess sort of a description. You can't use Asian wife, though. No, not that. Um not the about section, but the description that's right under
1: Oh, you just fucking No, so took yeah, that right too, under huh? the
0: Jesus Christ. Right under the description. I can't remember what you put, but it was something like uh you know, if anybody are living proof that anybody can do a podcast or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: So I put, you know, if you can't tell from the title and you still listen, that's on you. That's, <laughs> that's mine. A, there he is.
1: <laughs> well I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> oh, it'll be can... absolutely terrible, but you know, if you want to hear my rants and shit about crap that you probably don't care about, but anyway. Uh go listen to Brad's shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's still alive, he didn't kill himself yet. Andy and the Brad Tastic Voyage. <laughs> Oh my God! and of course, digital frustrations on, on the digital frustrations network yep go check out Chris and Joe at pod blocked mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there are other sipsons podcast something something something
1: numbers terror terrorists evergreen terrorists evergreen terrorist terrorist way what? it's evergreen terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Something, I don't know what the number It's the Simpsons address Something number fucking Evergreen Terrace <laughs> I always forget the number dude I can't remember it It's too much
0: I can't remember any of it So I just say they're Simpsons podcast
1: If you go to the Podblock page Podblock.com yeah. It's on yeah, you'll, there You'll get it so, so there you go Yeah you'll find it
0: um,
1: Yeah on the, that's on about po- it. It's on the Podblock
0: network Yeah on the No there What is it they were on something, right? What network is it? Plot,
1: I, I don't remember. block? No. They were on a network thing, but I can't remember. I don't know if they God still are. It. Maybe we should try and get on their network. And <laughs> we don't have to fucking worry about the Intellectual Savers Network. It's I too don't know if they bad.
0: have any uh, Americans on their network. <sighs> well, that's what they need. They need some good Americans. They may not allow it.
1: <laughs> they might not. They might have banned us after the yeah. Trump thing.
0: <laughs> we're banned from Canada.
1: Canadian podcasting networks. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Maybe Syria's got one we can get a get on now.
0: Yeah. All righty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Yeah. Try not to lose your mind in Trump land.
1: Night. Mm-hmm. Good night, motherfuckers.
0: Two, Adios.